Alright, ladies and gentlemen, appreciate you checking out the part of my fresh podcast. We're back at you once again. My name is AO, but you already know that. Alright, on the line, got a good friend of mine. I've actually known this guy for a very, very long time. Probably if we've been in college, out of college for I don't know, about 10 years maybe. I've known him maybe close to 14 years, something like that. Um, without further ado, got my man Vito on the line. What's up, brother? Yo. Yo, did I finally make it to the cool table? I'm finally, like, <laughs> in the cool table. I can sit down with the cool kids now. Oh, what's up, bro? Welcome. The grass is green on this side, man. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Yeah, man. Uh, we have a really dope event coming up that we're definitely going to talk about. But for starters, um, just so people can follow along and, ta- and tap into what it is that you're doing, uh, where can they find you on Instagram? Uh, at Revolutionary Noob, R E V O L U T I O N A R Y N U P E. That's a really long name. I need to shorten that. Um, you can follow me um, on Instagram. Um, you can basically follow my life. I do a, a plethora of things. So I uh, have Junior's Promise that's going to be um, it's up and running, but I have it on Instagram soon. Uh, you see me preach, teach, and you'll see me tra- basically travel the world doing some music stuff. So Absolutely. very interesting. Uh, Instagram. Yeah, so, so definitely follow uh, at Revolutionary Noopies. Tapped into a bunch of cool stuff. Um, there's a, a really dope festival who a lot of you may be familiar with. It's called Grits and Biscuits that we'll talk a little bit about. Um, but for, let's start off like we, uh, you hit me up a couple of weeks ago, maybe close to you know a month and, and some change. But you hit me up about this project that you were working on called the Talented Tenth. It's an event. Um, that takes place at the Paper Box, which is 17 Meadow Street, Brooklyn, New York, on July 25th, which is a Thursday. So everybody out here in New York or just in the surrounding area, or if you're going to be in New York visiting from outside, make sure you check out that event uh, July 25th at the Paper Box called Talent of the 10th. You hit me up about it, and it sounded really dope to me. You asked if I wanted to collaborate in some sort of way. So, you know, we talked about, you know, a couple of things, and here we are talking on the podcast about it. So for those listening, before we dive into specific details, um, just give the people like an overview of what the Talented 10th event is and how it came to be. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing shows, uh, showcases since back in the day when we were uh, in college. Uh, and one thing I've always noticed about independent artists is, you know, you can never have enough uh, places to actually showcase your your work. Not only that, but as I've traveled and connected with tons of people, I've noticed there's a whole bunch of beautiful, strong black um, businesses out there, people trying to hustle. And we're all looking for the same thing. We're always looking for some form of support in our own hustles and grinds. So I figured, you know, if I'm going to throw another party, let me do that. Let me throw a party where we celebrate black businesses, black hustlers, um, black musicians, uh, and just being able to be dope and black together and while doing that some simultaneously really support each other. So of course I'm gonna holler at you. You know, you've been doing stuff together for a long time. I linked up with my friend Daryl, who I've been doing business with since forever. He's my little bro. And it connected with different people who I knew were either talented artists or great hustlers or people who um were doing great business and may not have gotten the same kind of uh promotion so i figured if we collaborate together we can do a great show and have a good time so talented Tempest is really just celebrating 
um, the, the concept of talented test with W.E.B. Du Bois, who said that the most talented 10% of the black people will lift them up and rise them out of um, forms of oppression. So for, for me, it was just really just being able to get a great name, great people, bring them together, and just throw a dope event with food, with music, with partying, you know what I mean, and making sure that everybody, while you're partying, that you're supporting black business. 100%. Um, when you broke that concept to me, uh, you know, it, it 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 made a lot of sense. It's definitely something that I wanted to be a part of and definitely wanted to support. Um, and you even beat me to my next question as far as like what the meaning behind the name was. So let's let's talk a little bit about like black businesses and what why is it important, in your opinion, um, for the black community to specifically support black businesses? And how does that help push us forward as a culture? I think that it's important because, first of all, we have a lot of buying power as a people. Um, like, and, you know, in my personal opinion, you know what I mean, the the, my, the minority diaspora, like, I'm, you know, I'm Afro-Latino, you know what I mean, I'm from the Garifuna culture, like, you know, our culture has always been mimicked. Hip-hop is the most important and most lucrative form of music um, in the world right now. 100%. You know what I mean? Whether it's food or it's culture, we try to acquiesce to a lot of things that other cultures want. Um, that sometimes um, diminishes the value of our culture. When you think about how a lot of artists now sign 360 deals, they don't even have the creative rights to their own stuff. You realize that, yo, we don't own our own joints. So shout out to Nipsey, shout out to Jay. Like, they created that blueprint of, yo, like, you need to own your own stuff. You know what I mean? So if we own our own stuff, we also need to support each other as opposed to trying to, like, get these major record deals or try to get somebody else to validate us. If we validate each other, we good. And that allows us to create our, keep our own creative value. It allows us to be able to then utilize our money to build our own communities. And it allows us to then change our community um, in a way that we always wanted to. I think a lot of the times we try to vote things out as, a, as opposed to um, investing time. If we wanted to get people out of office, if we want to be able to get our, our police department right, it starts off with us actually sharing our money and our funds together. Like Black Wall Street was the blueprint that you have, Jay, you have Nipsey, you have other entrepreneurs out there. If we're all smaller entrepreneurs where we support each other like Black Wall Street did, then we know that we can actually come out of any form of oppression that we have because we have the buying power. So I figured like, yo, if you could do it on a small scale, you know, you have the uh, um, Afropunks, other big festivals, but those are not for like the everyday hustlers who are really trying to get it. If we could do it ourselves in a small um, small little venue like a uh, paper box, then we can grow that into something phenomenal and then make sure that the funds that we have immediately impacts the business. that. We I, I agree a hundred percent. And like being that this is a predominantly a music podcast, people have heard me say this for like ad nauseum by this point, but more so towards the, the entrepreneurial side. I always stress, um, you know, especially in t- today's age where we have so much access, not only to the information, but to different systems and, and, you know, websites and companies that allow you to empower yourself. Um, I always stress reading as much as possible. There's a great book by Ari Herstand called How to Make It in the New Music Business that specifically talks to all of the independent musicians and artists, recording artists, songwriters, publishers, gives you a, a blueprint and a breakdown, basically bullet points for everything that you might need to know. Um, definitely check out the um, Music Entrepreneur uh, website. There's just so many resources that people have out there, but I agree hundred percent. Like when you spread, you know, your finance and your, your resources and you know, your time among 
a specific community. The community is going, first of all, you have no choice but to interact with different people who can bring different things to the table than you might be able to. And you're going to find different people who you might want to be able to partner with, um, whether it be for a specific project or on a long term, you know, whatever that looks like. These kind of events are important for things like that. And I'm really looking forward to it. So uh, once again, it's uh, July 25th at the paper box called the Talented Tenth. Um, how can people find tickets for this event? Uh, when you follow me, you can click on the link in the bio uh, or you can go to creatorcode.com. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how to spell it. It's actually crazy. I actually should have looked up. No, nah, I got it right um, here. It's uh, uh, creatorcode.com. It's C-R, the number eight, R-C-O.com, creatorcode.com. Shout out to you for being prepared because you know, the <laughs> comment, my partner in crime, he does a lot of new and innovative things. So one of the things that we wanted to make sure we did was we created all, um, we controlled all forms of it. So when you go to creatorcode.com, you're going to zero the com, um, well, zero is the website. Um, and when you click on it, um, all of the things, so even service charges or whatever is actually going back um, to someone who's colored. And what we're going to do is, which I'm trying to make sure that I subsidize a lot of the businesses that we're I'm creating stuff. You buy tickets early. The dope thing is, like, you know, a lot of the vendors that we have, we're going to make sure that some of the food is free, at least in the beginning, um, and allows us to create platforms where they can do it. I also have, uh, man, I want to tell all the stuff we're doing, but with every group that comes in, with every business that, that comes in, some of them are just going to come and party with us. What we're going to do is we're going to have a slideshow of those businesses. So when you look up while people are performing, when you look up while the party is going on, you're going to see different black businesses. Shout out to Intrinsic Movement. They're going to be out there. Um, shout out to, uh, to my homeboy, uh, Terrell, who actually made my logo. He's going to be there. So we have tons of people. My homegirl, Cheyenne, she does a, a, a painting set, and she's a super dope girl that I met from high school. She's going to be there. Uh, shout out to Grand Temps, my homeboy who does uh, um, edibles. He's going to be in the building. So even if they, you're coming and you're partying, if you want to make sure that your business is represented, we have we're going to have that on our slideshow projector, so people can actually while you're partying, you're still getting educated on about all black businesses while we're listening to dope music. So yeah, yeah. sounds good. So and we have a we have a really dope. Well, you guys have a really dope lineup of of artists as well as uh, some people with some really good food. Um, let's talk about Zero. You mentioned Zero. Zero is going to be performing that night. I know Zero as well. I think I collaborated with him on uh, a song. I don't know how many years ago. Zero's a genius. Um, yeah. Zero is one hundred percent a genius. So, for those who uh, don't know who we're talking about, you can follow him at Zero the Comet. That's Z and then three eyes instead of a an E. Um, make sure you follow him at Zero the Comet on Instagram. And that creatorco.com, uh, that website completely built by him. He does so many different things, produces his own music, writes and performs his own music. Um, but aside from that, like builds websites, consults, has a really, really Im uh, impressive client list. I've even talked to him a couple uh, about a couple ideas, just spitballing things to see what, you know, what he would do and, you know, kind of take his advice on certain things. Um, he's put me in touch with people. I've been able to, to do the same. Um, I think I even DJ'd his little sister's graduation party a couple of years ago. But how did uh, you? Don't. How did you and Zero? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a that was an interesting time, man. Like I I, I came out there by myself. <laughs> I drove to Jersey by myself, right? And had all my equipment. I'm setting up, and I think within like the first five ten minutes, while I'm you know setting up, and everybody's uh you know nobody's really there. It's just like I think her, a couple of her friends or whatever. Somebody offered well, they turn me. Up, son. Yeah, somebody offered me like a. Uh, 
a Hennessy cup. I was like, yeah. damn, I haven't had food today, but all right. So, no. I <laughs> so then there we go. And then like, no, the, it, it, was, it, was, it was, yeah, it was, a, it was a good time. Shouts to her. Shouts to Zero for, for hitting me up about that. But how did you and Zero link up? Like, how did you guys meet and what made the two of you decide to go into business together? Uh, Zero is literally my little brother, man. Shout out to Zero. Uh, we met at, in college. We met in college. He was a freshman. I think I was a senior at the time. Um, and, you know, he was just a dope dude with uh, uh, Nerf guns and this huge hair. I'm like, who is this dude? You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> That's and like the perfect these... description, man. Like Nerf guns and huge hair. That's zero that's it. That's 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 comment. You know what I mean? So uh, then, um, you know, like we just talked because I was also uh, I forgot what they called it. It was like I was like one of the advisors that brought kids in um, orientation. That's what I was, and he was one of the kids who were a part of that. And then later on, like I just saw him in the downbeat. We used to you know shoot the breeze, have conversation about different things. I had a club called the Life Is What You Make It Club, and he came. He recorded our hip hop one on one joint. Fast forward, he had this business project called uh, Dead Ass that he did for class. Um, and I said, yo, like, you know, me sold out a t-shirt. So I'm like, yo, like, let me, um, I'll let me put it on that. Like, I'll, 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 I'll finance it. I think it's a dope project. He said, dope. So we went into business doing Dead Ass. Sold a whole bunch of t-shirts and hoodies. So you'll probably see a couple of Dead Ass shirts um, out there. And then when I thought about doing shows, um, after I did my first couple of shows, he graduated. I said, yo, let me do a show with you. Um, and shout out to Black Keys um, when he was uh, a senior, I think, uh, when he was a junior. Black Keys uh, did this thing called Stage, and he brought Zero out, and everybody went nuts. And as Zero um, evolved as an artist, um, people fell in love with his music as well as already falling in love with him as a person. And because he was so, such a dope dude, and you couldn't say he was a nerd. Like, he was saying all this other stuff. Yeah, Zero's a nerd. Like, he's a super smart genius level, uh, world dominating, uh, mastermind type dude, but he's super down to earth, super cool. Uh, so I was like, yo, let's do, a, let's do a party together. Like, let's do a party. You perform. I got like three other dudes to come through and this other young lady named Jalen, who was amazing and he rocked the show. So every year we was like, yo, let's just do this once a year. So we did, I think three or four shows together and we've always been doing business ever since. So it was always good to like, work with somebody you know with yourself like when you grind with somebody you've been in dorm rooms working with them and then like we do shows and like we can split a couple of g's between each other it's great to build with somebody so you're somebody i've been able to trust work with and build with for like at least around the same time i've known you and also he keeps me young like i was telling you before i don't know none of this technology stuff i'm super grassroots i like to like connect with people and talk so he'd be like nah you need to do this literally like i think two weeks ago he looked at my instagram like and then basically like now nah, you need to do this you need to use 27 and 25 hashtag you need to make sure you space this out i'm like bro i'm just gonna post this picture up of this cat <laughs> and just write whatever i want and he's like nah this is how you do this officially so um, we definitely um, bump heads a lot in regards to how we handle business, but we do that well. And also, I need you guys to uh, sign a petition to have him release a lot of the music that he has, because he has tons of music yeah, he's got that a he lot. doesn't want to release. Tons. Shout out to Trav. Same thing with Trav. I told Trav, like, yo, there's certain songs he sung back in the day that, that I still need. You already know some of the songs. He probably <laughs> hates some of the songs that I still want, but I, I, yo, we're going to do that for half a rack. I'm going to have to start off 50,000. I, I started off too high. 50,000 might be a good number to start off at, but yeah. Um, we have some, he's a really talented artist, a really, a much better friend. 
Um, and he's someone I'm honored to do business with. So Zero, Zero is super dope. Yeah, definitely had to shout Zero out. You mentioned Keys earlier. So that song that I collaborated with Zero on, I have probably the only song in existence is myself. I think I did the beat as well. Um, collaborated with Keys. Keys has the second verse and Zero has the third verse. So that was, mm-hmm. that was that's just cool. Like a nice little uh, something for the stash. And then uh, another thing that was really dope about Zero Man, when I was uh, for a quick quarter of the year, for about three months, four months, um, I took the time to just kind of shut everything down except for this one project that I was working on. I was building a uh, um, an internet radio app. I was building like a, a, a radio station and I was also building the app at the same time. And he designed a logo for that. Um, so at the time, it was a part of my fresh radio network. And I was changing that over to just part of my fresh radio. But he did the logos for both. Like he took the original PMF logo and was able to turn it into something uh, specific for that app in that time. So, yeah, he's a genius. There's so many different things that that he does and does well. Like I think like a lot of people say jack of all trades. I've been called a jack of all trades at a couple of points in my life as well. And to me, that is I almost take it as an insult at this point because when you when you do multiple things but you do them at a high level i'm not a jack brother you know what i'm saying this is not this isn't jack level we're talking king ace or higher you know um and he's another person that that fits that that mold man he does you know has his hands in so many different things but he does them at such a high level um that you know it's it's been really a a treat to watch him grow over the years so shouts to zero um, he's gonna be one of right. the artists who's gonna be performing uh, that night. Who else is on the bill? Uh, so, a uh, job I don't want to like, you know, formally known as, for sure, but for sure. you know, a job that we went to school with. Um, her, she's awesome, and my homeboy Flo. Um, his name is Flo. I Flo. Met him um, in Long Island, and he's super dope. Dope rapper. You know what I mean? Dope story. Uh, just had a, just had a baby girl right now, so he, he's really really cool. So it's really I kept to that three. Yeah, I kept it at three because I know the quality of, of these three artists. I don't want to, you know, and I also want it to be a lot of, I want it to be a party. So I want it to be a party where, you know, these artists come on stage, they give you a little bit of what they got. Um, and then when you listen to their music, you can then say, you know what, I'm going to go to their show. Um, but, you know, <clears throat> Jada's been um, one of my favorite singers since I've ever heard her open her mouth. You know what I mean? Like, she's one of the... The, the people, I mean, I met a job in college too. So when I would invite friends to come to, to our school, she was the first person I wanted people to meet. Like, yo, go hear her sing. And when she opens her mouth, like, it can quiet a room. You Flawless. know that you're in the presence of someone. Flawless. Angelic, like, right. And not only that, but her person is like, yo, you, you ever heard, you know, I don't know if you listened to uh, Jay-Z's class when he did the joint with, uh, with uh, with Lincoln Park, and at the very end, he was like, "You're wasting your talent, Randy." Collision uh, course. For a lot you're of our about. friends, I, yeah, I get I get upset because it's like for her, like she's not just a great singer; she's also another phenomenal person. She could do voiceover, she could host a show, uh, she could do so much, man. Like I think that a lot of the people that we have on, on the bill are almost like a Swiss Army knife of brilliance, whether it's their talent or just them being able to be dope people. Flow too, like Flow works with kids who are incarcerated. He just got a kid off probation, and he also happens to rap. You know what I mean? So these are great people doing great things in our communities, and we have this talent. So the the people that you're here, um, rapping and singing and performing, those are really really dope people. Then we have um, 
DJ, uh, right for the party, uh, who's a DJ who is super dope dude, used to uh, actually manage, I don't know if you remember Astronomical Kid, I think he goes by show now. Yeah, Stroke. He, um, yep. he used to manage him, and um, he's one of the, my favorite DJs because he's a DJ that really gets the, uh, the crowd jumping. And shout out to Show too. I don't know if you ever, um, there's a thing out on Netflix called See You Yesterday, um, and he's on it, and it's super Brooklyn. Super Brooklyn type movie. So go see that. Uh, won't give you my reviews to the movie, but shows in that movie. So shout out to show. And funny fun fact about Keeves too. I actually had a song and uh, Keeves and Stan, shout out to Stan. Uh, they both were on it. And the problem that I did, this is the one thing that you never do. If you never record um, ever, like it's the first time you record, never go last. So I decided to go last. <laughs> Keeves went twice. Stan did it in one take. I did, I, I did like, 30 takes and I'm nervous I'm sweating I'm feeling embarrassed yeah, I'm gonna come back tomorrow uh, and that's all never hit the light of day but you know what I mean I'm gonna have to redeem myself going to the studio one day and start wrecking people out um, but uh, that was one of the uh, adult things definitely about us creatives that we're able to be in a space for a certain amount of time and no matter how much we dislike the school the fact that we had each other to me uh, makes that time and value listen we, so, we yeah we talk about that all the time like you know, the value, and this is the thing, man, this is really across all boards. It's not just specific to that one school or uh, any any controlled environment. The real value is not the the controlled environment. The value are the relationships that you build, the people that you meet, and the education that I got, um, although I did learn quite a bit in, you know, some specific classes, specifically like the law class. Because I was really on my like my short list of things, you know, if I was going to go to college specifically for music, one of the things I wanted to learn was, you know, how to read a contract, because at some point that's going to come up. So right. That law right. class was really valuable. But, it's, you know, that's really what you make it. But the education that I got by being outside in the cafeteria and exchanging ideas and then all right, let's decide to, you know, leave and go off campus and go get some food or go to somebody's dorm or somebody's apartment or house or whatever and, and work on a couple of records. That's the reason why part of my fresh exists and we've all been able to, to help each other wasn't because we all went to the same school because there's people that I went to that school with that I haven't talked to probably since I left the school. So it, it's well, really about true. the relationships that you build. And, you know, that's that's the thing that, you know, put you and in, in, in zero in touch. And that's why you guys are still rocking. That's why we're on the phone is all of these these relationships that are interwoven wasn't the school that just that was just the. The, the common denominator at the time. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, and I'll be, I'll be actually be remiss if I don't talk about Radio Big Mac. Um, uh, Radio Big Mac is the reason why I actually stopped. Like, literally, I, I was going to school. I was a little older. I think I started off. I started there at 23. So I was just going into class, getting A's and leaving. And randomly, you know, because before all of this, it was really just him looking at me like, yo, do you know how to play spades? Shout out to spades. If you don't know how to play spades, man, you need to learn. So he was like, yo, we need a fourth. And I'm like, yo, I could play. <laughs> <laughs> we started playing and then like he literally would make me stop and he like, yo, meet Sneaky Bees or meet this person or meet this person. Then I went into the dorms and I started connecting with people and then I started looking around the people around me and I was like, oh, these are really dope artists. Like these people can actually write and sing and all that. And that's when I got introduced to Trav and BTP and everybody else. Shout out to Mylon Trav, um, the rest of the gang. And I just remember hearing their music saying like, so this is different stuff. Like what are you doing? This is, you know, four part harmony, rock, rap, joint. I was like, oh, this is crazy. So, you know, when they started doing shows, I remember, like, inviting my friends, like, yo, like, you need to hear this group, you need to hear this group. And then my friends fell in love with them, and that kind of allowed me to realize, like, yo, like, I have the ability to bring 
my friends to see my other friends, and this is actually a dope thing. So when I graduated, Trav and them, shout out to Bellion, shout out to Keys, uh, Ajana, they all, everybody performed at my, um, at my graduation and we had a dope time. And that's what really was the cusp and the catalyst. Also, John Blend, uh, who was my professor, who I had to take a class called, uh, what was it called? It was Concert Production and Promotion. And I remember like, yo, why would I ever need this class? I would never do this in real life. And here I'm doing it now, you know, making some money traveling and having a good time doing it. So like well, you said, man. it's about the people that you meet. And then, uh, yeah, that's the all, that you're able that's to really all life is about, man, is the, the relationships, man. That's, that's the, that's the, the seasoning and the meat and the, the bread, everything together that the, the relationships that we're able to build and maintain. That's really one of the things that, that defines us. Like what you do is one thing, but the people, if you don't really know anybody and nobody knows you, the things you do do not matter, period. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so talking about this event, um, you also have a lot of uh, food vendors involved. I definitely want to shout out Fat Girl with the Cakes because that's probably <laughs> one of the most fire names. You know what I mean? Like I love names. I love part of my fresh. Part of the reason why I think part of my fresh works is just because it catches people's uh, attention. First time they hear it, it's a nice, you know, play on words and play on the on the term part of my French. Fat Girl with the Cakes is another one. It stands out. Um, so just talk about yeah. the, 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 the people that are food vendors for this event. Right. So, um, the food vendors, again, like they're close family friends, like none of these people, um, outside of my homeboy, Grace, who basically like my best friend, uh, another little brother of mine, the other two food vendors we have so far, we're also looking for a few more. Um, they all lived in my building growing up. <laughs> so fat girl with the kicks is a, it's a childhood little sister of mine, basically. And, she started selling cupcakes, and one of the cupcakes she sold was Hennessy cupcakes. I'm like, I like Hennessy. I like cupcakes. Let me try this out. <laughs> and so I hit her up. You know, sometimes it's a simple math, right? So I hit her up, and uh, she gave me the cupcakes, and these were amazing cupcakes. Super dope. Sweet, good. Uh, and I basically, like, I bought a dozen, went through half of it before I went home. And it was funny because she used to be like, oh, you like the cupcakes? Promote it. But I used to eat them so fast that I never got a chance to take a picture of the cupcakes. Um, and I would just share with my friends. So when I thought about doing this event, um, and again, like she, she makes these cupcakes from home. She definitely makes great designer cakes also. And she does dipped, um, strawberries, all types of different desserts. But I know that she makes, um, her cupcakes with love and it's super dope. So I said, yo, let me, yo, come through. Let's rock out. I want other people to try, um, your cupcakes. Cause I know they're falling in love with the same way that I do. Cause I used to like, it was a habit, bro. Like I used to go like one, two, dozen a week type joint like I need you know and I used to have some of them in reserve like I was like yo let's hold this 60 for next time you know what I mean so Tracker with the kids is super dope Chef YG is like my homeboy I, I grew up with him um and he's been making um food I've watched him like he's always been a foodie <laughs> and I've watched him make food um for for basically as long as I've known him and I know that he uh, he makes great food you also have um liqueur cakes that he'll have there too um, so that food is top notch and then uh, I think it's good taste, taste good. Uh, my homegirl, Sable, her sister, they also make food out their crib, and it's great food. So you're talking about, you know, the soul comfort food, uh, yams, uh, wings, macaroni and cheese, salmon, all types of different um, foods. So we're going to figure out what menus they're going to have, and they'll be the first three vendors. If you know, I'm looking for a vegan vendor because I want to respect all, all persons who who have different dietary needs. And, you know, even other dope vendors. So we're still looking for vendors who are interested in uh, partnering with us. Uh, the only requirement is to be a minority, because uh, this is what we're celebrating now. 
And, you know, uh, if, you're, if you know anybody who's a dope friend there, you'll have them holler at the same thing. Holler at creatorco.com or hit me up on Instagram and let me know. And we'll be and we'll be excited to, to work with them. The only thing that we want to make sure that we do is we maintain high quality, high stature. There's nobody on this bill at all that uh, is of low quality. You know what I mean? They may have been, they might be low exposure. You may not know these people, but these people are great. They're integrous people. So that's what we're gonna make sure that all our vendors are. So uh, you got to pass the integrity test. But other than that, man, all of them are dope. All of them are dope. You eat good, have some dope cupcakes, you listen to some dope music, and you shake your ass. On July 25th. Can't beat that. That's July 25th at the paper box called The Town in the 10th. Also in my bio, I'm at DJ AO Baker on Instagram and Twitter. You hit that, and uh, the link in the bio will also provide you with the link to check, uh, to find the tickets for The Town in the 10th on July 25th in Brooklyn at the paper box. So before we wrap up, I'm um, talking about this particular event, but there's another event series, this traveling amazing spectacle that i see uh across my phone from time to time and it's called grits you need and biscuits to come, man you i know need to come, i know man i know i've seen you b i know i know i gotta make it out to one of these um grits and biscuits is very well known and you are a major part of that so for those who for whatever reason don't know what grits and biscuits is just let the people know what the uh what the event is about and then what your involvement is uh, I'm just the man behind the man behind the man behind the woman type situation. Um, Grits and Biscuits is a uh, 30 South party circuit. It's a party that circulated around the country. Um, just a, a good um, party that reminds you of your, if you've never been to HBCU, Historically Black College University, um, it's basically that. It's being able to experience that um, in a five-hour set of booty-shaking southern music, uh, some top 40 uh, but a great black tradition and a great black party. Um, my so you have three bosses: Maurice Slade, Alzo Slade, uh, and Erica Lewis. They were the people who created Grits and Biscuits, and basically they, they saw parties and they were like, "Yo, like we have these parties and there's a VIP section, and you know everybody's not having fun. Everybody have on high heels. Let's have a party where you can just wear regular clothes and you can dance and have a, a good time, like back in the college days." It resonated, and we've been traveling around the world started in 2010 i got on board um officially i think three years ago um doing role management work they saw what i was doing independently in my own shows and it was like yo like let's uh let's collaborate together let's you know role management from there i, I do more admin work uh, as well so that's basically what i do i, I travel the, the world not well but i travel the united states right now um and throw these parties and what's dope about yeah, hold on hold on stop right there isn't that the best isn't that the best being able to, to travel, make some money, but be able to to travel and see the country? You know what I'm saying? Isn't that the best? I mean, it's, it's an amazing film. I think that what, what, what makes it even better, like it's not just traveling and being able to see the world. Like that's one thing. But what what's, what's great is one, I get to do it with family. Like these aren't like, these are friends, but they're my family. For sure. Um, and secondly, what I get to see, especially in these venues where people don't really understand about grits, the fact that a lot of these venues, um, we're really open to, to, to big black parties, right? Like you can't go to the, the House of Blues and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna throw this this party." It's like, you know, it's gonna be, you know, this is my my niche market, and and they'll rock with you. Um, so they really broke down a lot of barriers, and you know, it's great for me to go to Indianapolis show, and then you know, we throw a show and we sell out the show, and they're asking us to go longer, and then I, you know, I go to, you know, you know, Indianapolis, you know, Indiana to help with the KKK, 
and I go to the white sheriff and I'm like, yo, how was the party? He said, well, this is awesome. Like, you know, like there was no problems. And when we have bands or rock bands, that's why it's extra trouble. So we enjoy when we see you on the dock. Like most of the time when we travel um, to different cities, you know, everybody on their staff is like, yo, we're going to turn up tonight. Like, you know, this is not, it's not really work because your crowd isn't a bad crowd. Like the crowd that we have are lawyers and doctors and, and pastors and all types of different people who just want to get up, have a good time and go home. So we have changed the face. Grits and Bishop has changed the face of how black parties have been able to circulate throughout the country in, in major um, venues. So I'm a, I'm proud to um, be, you know, a part of that, and I'm proud of my big homies to create it. So you know, being above traveling the world to be able to tra- um, change mindsets in this industry to me has been so dope. I love it. So, yeah, so you need to show out, man, because you know. Family's the only people who haven't been there. I just surprised when my cousin finally came to Grits and Biscuits. And he was like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, this is different, right? He was like, yeah, yeah, I thought this was a backyard party. I was like, nah, it's not a backyard party. If you don't sell food, what we do is sell a good time. And so, you know, June 15th, there'll be a Grits and Biscuits in, uh, in New York. Uh, there's a Grits and Biscuits in Philly on June 1st. There's a Grits and Biscuits the 24th Memorial Day weekend uh, in L.A., uh, the 8th is the Grits and Biscuits in D.C. The 22nd is the Grits and Biscuits in Vegas. So if you're in any one of those cities, um, go to gritsandbiscuits.com and you'll be able to cop a ticket. So come through. Sounds definitely, good. You said June 15th out here? June 15th in New York. So come through, man. Finally. You know what I mean? Hey. You have no excuses, B. No <laughs> excuses. <laughs> I'm glad go. to see you there. I'll make sure there's no flowers in the book. Yeah, please, please. Good. Please, yeah. For those who don't know what we're talking about, we were supposed to do this interview a week ago, and I was down for the damn count. Allergies are real. <laughs> yeah, I get them. I get them worse than anybody I know. But uh, hit gritsandbiscuits.com. Make sure you check out that party. It's coming to a city near you. Um, yo, Vito Genciano, I appreciate the time, brother. Once again, uh, the talented tenth is what we really, really wanted to make sure we talked about today, and we did a good job about that. And uh, yeah. yeah, man, what this? What else do you want to leave the people with today? Uh, nah, basically that's it. Well, first, like yo, shout out to black businesses. Make sure that you support your friends. It's so much easier to get people who are strangers to support um you than your friends are. So when people are asking you to buy tickets, people are asking you to show up. Just do it. I think so. Too many times we're trying to 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 support the people who already made it, but the, the next Jay Z's, the next Beyonce's, the next um. Bill Gates is the person who's listening right next door to you. So if that person has an idea or have a hustle, like that's the person that can rock with you most. That's the person who, if you give a dollar to, they can give it back to you when you need sugar. So start supporting the hustlers around you and, and the major business minds around you who who may not have the, the same kind of clout as a Puff Daddy, but still have their ambition. You know what I mean? Shout out to um, the whole squad, Mylon. Uh, the, the the artist formerly known as BTT, I want to call them out because you know they, you know they don't rock with that name no more. Bells, Keys, everybody, you know what I mean. Ajada, shout out to everybody who's associated with it. Um, Zero, shout out to you, my man. Like it, it's it's beautiful to be able to do events like this for no other reason, just to be able to build with your family, people that you've been rocking with for ten years. So I look forward to the show and trust when you pay your your ticket purchase, it's going to be worth it because we're going to make sure we have a good time. So be there. Hundred percent. It's the talent of the tenth. The man is Genciano. This has been a part of my first podcast. My name is A.O. Peace. Cool table. I'm on the cool table. (laughs) Love it.